Lovejoy, actually. <laughs> okay, right. Hello. 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 <laughs> I don't know why that was funny. <laughs> oh. I'm Helen. I'm Paul. And I'm Em. And we're back with another episode of Lovejoy, actually. For the your... podcast about Lovejoy. Yes. That, the, the antique stealer Lovejoy, not the not cartoon the vicar, not the your man off Tim the, Lovejoy of Sunday one. Brunch. Who, yeah. we don't, who we don't talk about. I'm not a fan. Sorry. We are here today, thank you for joining us, to discuss Members Only. Series 3, episode 11. The UK TV blurb is so soothing for this. Go on. It's so soothing. Helen, what is it? I need to be soothed. I need to be soothed. I've written down UK TV blurb is very soothing. Mm. So so, uh, you might remember from last episode where I said, like, on the UK TV one, half the effort goes into describing the whole series of Lovejoy in a different way every time. So this time we've got... Quirky drama with the antique stealer. <laughs> That's how they're describing it this time. It's, it's different quirky. every time. It's quirky. Yeah, I mean, it's just that it's different. I'm just impressed that they don't just put the same thing every time. Yeah, they could and just then, put, and then yeah, they're... and then have the description anyway. Um, quirky drama with the antique stealer. The local golf club closes ranks when Lovejoy discovers their prize cup is a fake, leading to Lady Jane's expulsion. Oh, I, I, it's just going to be really straightforward. I think that's what I found soothing about it. And there's a golf club. Yeah, I, I, right. So I'm going to just say this up front. I've told these guys already that um, I was a little bit tired when I watched this last night. So I dozed through quite a lot of it. So actually, the part about Lady Jane's expulsion is news to me. <laughs> you really it, was only, it was mentioned fairly fleetingly, but she did let her displeasure about Ooh, it show for the remainder did. of the episode. I watched it um, on a Friday night after like just a really intense intense week at work <laughs> and I just it was so comforting <laughs> I was like I know who all these people are I know that even if there's peril it's not going to be that perilous although there was some peril there was there, there was, was some, lots of peril in this one actually wasn't there there was, there was some a, great peril that I'm going to talk about um, later on because and I was like this is when this is when people should watch this they should watch it on a Friday night after work, not yeah. on a Sunday evening. When they're about to go work to work or school, like it's 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 calming and soothing. Do you know what I? Thought? It was so soothing, I fell asleep. Sorry. <laughs> what a, what I? Yeah, that was what it was. You were soothed into slumber. Yes. Oh, um, I think the reason that I, I I actually really like this episode, I'm going to say that straight up front because it felt very contemporary. Because it's about the old boys' network, yeah. haven't they? Up a fucking hand. Yeah. And what are we... We're now... Whatever your views on Brexit, how it happens is down to a group of the old boys' network having the upper fucking hand. Yeah. Before we start, um, I'm just going to open my can of Bex Blue. A oh, can of oh. alcohol-free beer. It's still... Yay. It's still, still fizzy, the hottest place in the world in London at the moment. Yeah, yeah this so, is nice uh, and cold. Cold tinny. Whew. This is what you need. Sorry, Paul. No, 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 that's you, you're all right. So the writer is Jeff McQueen. Have we had him before? That's no, I don't think we have, because I just wrote Jeff McQueen, question mark, exclamation marks. It's a good name. And I was like, are you related Hi. to Steve? It's are a you good name. Jeff McQueen. Do you think it's a Steve pen McQueen, name? Either of the Steve McQueens. Either of the McQueens. I wonder Any if it's of the a... McQueens, is he the Alexander McQueen? Is it a pseudonym, do you think? Lots of McQueens are very creative, aren't they? It's they are. a creative name. We right. open with Lovejoy's landlord contacting him. We haven't oh, heard yeah, about, Lovejoy's about Lovejoy's landlord. Since the beginning of the series, when we're like, we discover how he's 
got somewhere to live, it's because this guy he met in Spain. Freddie Freddy the Phone. Freddie the Phone. I love that. I really like Freddie the Phone. For some reason, that sounded dated to me as well. It sounded yeah, very 90s. You wouldn't call someone Freddie the Phone now, which is, I mean, <laughs> everyone, everyone's the phone. Like, yeah, that yeah. just describes every person. And because Freddie the Phone is on the phone, but in Spain, Lovejoy's like bellowing down the phone at him. My dad does that. If someone's overseas... My dad just shouts. Isn't that the thing that they had that in the Cayman Islands, didn't they? When they when they were ringing your man in the Cayman Islands, they were just selling. I think it's a thing that people do even now still, but certainly like older generations. But I don't think there is that sort of because do you remember? It must have been around this time or a little bit later. I've, we haven't had a Coronation Street reference for mm-hmm. ages. Do you remember? True. Deirdre Barlow got done over by that uh, guy who claimed he was a pilot and he wasn't. And he used to pretend he was ringing her from different places in the world. And in order to pretend he was elsewhere in the world, he would leave a, a gap, a pause, so there was like a time lag. <laughs> I did not know. That. So she'd say, oh, there's a time delay because he's calling me from New York. And he'd New just York. be pausing. And he would just be pausing and he'd be what like around, around the corner in Ooh. Salford, you know. <laughs> oh, what a rat. Was it, was it, was it the Moroccan guy, Samir? Samir was the guy she was married to. That's and then there was this guy that oh, somehow yes, got her arrested. David. And then there was that whole thing about release the Weatherfield one. Yes. And there were questions in the House of Commons about it. I remember it. her. You wouldn't I have that now, in, the the in the prison, that picture of her that got printed yes. on all the t shirts. Oh, yes. Free the Weatherfield Free the Weatherfield one. one. Right, we've already gone off on a massive tangent. It was so, a really bloody good, good tangent, though. <laughs> so, Freddie the phone calls asking Lovejoy for a favour. Basically, he wants him to help out one of his like contacts who. Um, then turns up and basically there's a slightly I mean I don't know what you guys thought of this moment where so the guy the Freddie wants Lovejoy to help is called Arnold Featherstone an associate of Freddie but he turns up with another man I don't know like when he turns up who Tinker calls an oriental gentleman an oriental gentleman but um, before this happens it's a bit unfortunate that Tinker and Eric are wrestling with with antiques and, and play fighting and um with a gun and and then a musket tink is there like oh we must defeat the yellow peril i wrote that down i thought you're and getting then, your casual racism in yeah. early in this one did, yeah. every, did everybody then gasp when along, the with, gasp? along with like <laughs> the sort of, a little bit and then along with like the sort of slightly chinese music mm. and then it turns out to be a japanese man yeah. yes um yes, we've had, they like bit. japanese characters in this yeah. series we or in in this yeah. actually in the whole show we've had quite a lot now because we had your man with a pig and we had your man with the icon yes yeah, yeah, I feel like there's somebody else as well, it's but I think probably, I'm yeah. just thinking of the translator. There's a I lot of yeah, I like the translator yeah. when he went bugger me, <laughs> bugger me. That was still one of my favourite lines in this series. Bugger me. So Arnold Featherstone, who's Freddie's friend, turns up with Mr. Kashimoto, who is we like Mr. Kashimoto, very wealthy Japanese. Do you speak Japanese, Helen? Have we ever had this discussion? Arigato. Arigato gozaimasu. What's that? Is that hello? Arigato gozaimasu is thank you very thank much. Thank you. Oh, yeah. And I can say, because I went to Japan recently, and I can say really useless things like nanban noriban deska, which is which platform for... <laughs> well, that's terrible. Whatever. Useful. But if I say where is the platform for whatever, and they go, I've right then on. got to understand the number that they um, So then I had to learn all the numbers as well. Yes, true. And the numbers for one and two are itchy knee. <laughs> itchy knee. Okay. Itchy knee. Itchy knee san... Yon. I don't know any Japanese. Uh, yeah, I feel like I know a couple more words, but I cut, they're not coming to mind. Sayonara. Sayonara, and I know... What's uh, that? Goodbye. 
What's Konnichiwa? Isn't it like, is that Konnichiwa is hello. Okay, right, hello. I do know that. The most useful word ever, if you ever go to Tokyo, anyone listening to this podcast is sumimasen, which basically means, oh, excuse me, sorry, because oh. it's just so sumimasen. busy. Sumimasen. There you go. Anyway, that was a random tangent. Yeah, so Mr. Kashimoto, and basically what the favour is, is that Mr. Kashimoto is hoping to join the exclusive Westmoreland Golf Club, um, and... He wants Lovejoy to help him find a gift that he can buy for the golf club to show his gratitude about being allowed to be a member. And this is where we learn that Jane is not a fan of this golf club. She yeah. is yeah. familiar with it, of being from the upper crust. Yes. And she's like, there are a load of bigots. Yeah, she's quite, bigots. Um, she's so, she's so she, she, she goes off on quite a rant about it, doesn't she? Which, yeah. Uh, which, yeah. which I quite like. And, um, and I agree with her because it is... It is it was used all the way through the 90s. Did anyone watch... Again, I'm doing all these references. Did anyone used to watch Goodness Gracious Me, which mm. came out a couple of years after this? Yeah. And they, they always had them trying to join the golf club by yeah. calling themselves the Coopers rather than the Kumars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yes. but, but this idea of the golf club being the really epitomising, racist, sexist, because mm. it is incredibly sexist as yeah. well. Oh, yeah, women not, are not permitted. And we see in a cutscene that the golf club committee are meeting and they've blackballed someone oh, which yeah. we yeah, assume but, is but we, we don't know we don't know who it is I didn't assume it was anyone's I thought, it was, I, was a bit, I, I thought it was Featherstone for some reason even though he was clearly part of the golf club but um yeah so we see them blackballed and they say oh but they say oh Featherstone won't be happy yes. oh yes I think so that's that's that we should figure out that's yeah, for some I reason I didn't him. figure that out I'm not quite sure I why. figured out it was him and it was so obvious because of uh, that as in inevitable rather than you know that they would because of Jane again saying they're, you know, bigots. they're, very, they're mm. bigots. They're basically bigots. I don't know why he would want to join either. Really, it's kind of implied that he's not. That they haven't forgiven the Japanese for the war, and so they're. Well, they... Nora's tinker and his yellow peril. Yeah, exactly. clearly. And then, um, and then another thing that um, they want help with from Lovejoy is that Arnold wants him to value this cup that they have at the golf club—a rare silver cup, which is Russian. Yeah. Some connection to Fabergé. Yeah. Maxine Bemacher or something. So they want him to value that as well. So there's kind of two things they want him to do. Value the cup and Mr. Cashmere wants him to buy a present. Yes. And the pub that they're in when, when Lovejoy's talking to Jane about this just looks so lovely. And Lovejoy sells the musket that we saw earlier to the landlord of the pub and says, look, it looked great in here. It would really suit it. Um... Lovejoy charges Tink with going to find something for Mr. Kashimoto because Tink knows these people who are experts in oh, yes. antiquity sporting. Antiquity of course sporting. Tink knows someone, yeah, of course he does. Um, and then he, he kind of tells Eric to, to get the musket sorted out because he sold it. And then Eric oh. says to the landlord, oh, some idiot's bought this gun. And I literally shouted, oh, Eric! Like, oh, I've written, so oh, Eric. I've written, oh, Eric. But the bartender looks really shocked. Rather than Knackered saying, old musket. Rather than saying anything, he just sort of because it's really... I mean, this expression is not going to work on the podcast, but it's like... It's like like horrified look, you know. Oh, yeah, please, quite, please, quite please don't let Eric, Eric have a gun. Eric like, was no. peak Eric, and it was, was so everything about this. You know what I like about this episode? In the previous one, we talked about three storylines. In this one, there aren't really three storylines, but each character gets their own like story arc. Yes. So the yes. Tinker's got sent off to meet his mates. More on that later. For reasons that I do not understand, Eric is put in charge of a gun, which is like the bit in Casualty yeah. that we talked about before, where they're balancing on some kind of wonky shelves and there's petrol spilled on the floor and then they decide to light a cigarette. I, I mean, it's just, like, just that. Please don't let Eric have a gun. He can't have a gun. He can't have a gun. What's going to happen? He is cleaning a gun and he... 
shoots it through the ceiling and into yep. the loft of um, Lovejoy's house. And, at the, the phone's and house, it turns really. out at the water tank. Which immediately starts pouring water. I mean, Eric is just me. That's exactly what would have I mean, this is what I would do as well. It's also very I'm convenient in, for the plot. I mean, yeah. it is very convenient for the plot, but it is also utterly believable. And his reaction, I just wanted to go, <laughs> sweetie. Because so you could see. Fault. He actually, I love the way he acted this, because you could see he managed to get that look of A... Panic, B. I need to sort this yeah. out and C. Oh, for f- sake! Yeah. All in one, he had every bit good. of reaction that you would yeah. have. Yeah. It was excellent. Can I just say, just a bit of a throwback? So before we we forgot the bit where no, well we forgot the bit where no, it's, I mean it's not a huge bit. It's not a really storyline. It just was so nineties, or maybe probably prior to nineties, but made me think of the 90s mm. so when they're chatting initially to Mr Kashimoto and he's explaining he wants this present for the golf club and um, Lovejoy gives him this mug that says golfers do it with balls oh yes <laughs> and Mr Kashimoto's like ah oh, very amusing mug and Lovejoy's like you can keep it if you like he's now, like ah oh, great and it's just, he's like delighted at this I'm going to mention this here because otherwise I'll forget to mention it later but talking of mugs because mugs are quite prominent in this did anyone mm. noticed the mug that Ian McShane was drinking out of later on in the episode no mm. Oh. It's a Manchester United mug. Oh. Oh. Which I just my granddad. Yeah, but I thought to myself, that was interesting because there's no suggestion that Lovejoy is a fan of anything particular. And yeah. you think Ian McShane must have just been like the his one. Own mug. It's just his or mug. Or he might have thought, oh, well, my character's going to be drinking out of this. Because I would totally do that with Bradford City. Yeah. You know, oh, my character's going to be drinking a cup of tea. I just sticking a Man United oh, yeah, I, a little, I didn't notice that a little hello to Man I U oh, I didn't notice brilliant. that well we've def- we've got a couple of fans who are also fans of Man U who listen to the podcast oh, so I'm sure uh, they spotted I'm it. sure they did so I wanted to show that I had as well because I oh. loved that I thought what a gorgeous little human touch yeah oh. anyway sorry. So, then, so then Lovejoy and Jane go to the golf club to value the cup the trophy which is like their sort of annual cup, isn't it, for like the best at golf or whatever. And this is where... You... <laughs> I know nothing about golf. For being the best <laughs> at golf. golf. They probably have to play some kind of tournament. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. But this whatever. is, yeah, this is the bit where Jane's not allowed to go in the committee room because she's a bit... A girl? Well, this is a the lady. Bit, yeah. Before... Women are not allowed in the committee room. Before they sake. even go in, this snobbery rears its head and it is Peter Davis, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's the who, uh, golf club manager. Who shouts at... Well, captain, isn't he? He's the yeah, captain. golf club captain. And he shouts at them... Uh, tradesman's entrance is over there. Yeah, you can't come in. And I just thought... That's right! And I just thought you were a dick. Yeah, I was really... (laughs) Oh, he was a horror. He was the worst. He was like, he was the epitome of all the things that Jane despised about. But he was believable. Oh, he was... Yeah, so he was the worst. He was the worst. They they were all horrible. Peter Davis was the... Epitome of horror. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and they, so they, go, they look at the cup and it is a magnificent carpet look. It's, it is beautiful, actually, like all the kind yeah. of, um, sort of stylers. It is, I mean, you can see it's Fabergé, like, influence. Like, I mean, I'm, I know nothing, but I believe sort of Art Nouveau style, like... It did look, yeah, stuff on Fabergé it. of egg fame, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Fabergé of egg fame. Fabergé We've had a quote about that, though, about not knowing your Fabergé eggs from your, what was it? There was... Um, from your hen's egg fanny? Fanny? No. <laughs> oh, I'm very American then. That sounds like an American thing. Not eggs from your fanny. <laughs> no, it was uh, it was used in one of the earlier episodes. There was something about Fabergé. That's true. He um he looks at the cup, and as usual, because obviously it's Lovejoy, there's got to be a fake. So mm. actually, he looks at the cup. It is magnificent looking, but it's a silver plated copy. Yeah. And the major, who's the I guess he's like the com- the chairman of the committee. Yeah, Featherstone. 
No, the major, major son. Oh, the, yes, the, he's the another guy. horror, isn't he? So he's yeah, another yeah. horror. So, he's, he's, so they're there with the major and Featherston and Lovejoy and Jane to value. Yeah. Well, not Jane. He's the one, him. isn't he, who says, uh, when Lovejoy... I liked Lovejoy in this conversation because... And this is where he veers completely away from the books. Mm. And I went, yeah, right on. When he says to your man with a moustache, has a woman ever won this? Yeah. And I thought, good for you, because you know what the answer is. You know the And he kind of went, oh, goodness, no, as if to go, oh, what a remarkably, you know, ladies. bizarre How idea. That? How could that, that, happen? that even happen? Their ovaries would get in the way of their swing. <laughs> 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 oh, my oh. God. Um. <laughs> so, back so, to... Um... So, yeah, so basically, so they're annoyed. So the major is obviously pissed off that because they were hope, basically they were hoping to sell the cup because they need money to purchase some land and um obviously yeah, the cup's not worth as much as they thought so that's not going to work and this is where i th- i can't remember who says it but featherson or lovejoy says maybe you should reconsider mr kashimoto joining the club because mm. he's got loads of wodge mm. wedge or wad well, that was a mix between wad, wad and wedge He's got a watch of money. Um, so they're like... Look at more watch. Yeah. That was around this time as well. Yeah. And then, and then in the meantime, we have a cut scene back to Eric, who's doing an absolutely oh, terrible job. Oh, I mean, Eric. Because I touched on it earlier, I'd had a really just busy and difficult week. And Eric, the plumber's there now. Wrong. And Eric's got kind of like oh, two yeah, buckets wrong. and he keeps spilling the buckets oh. and he's got a mop as well. And I was like, that is a metaphor for my week. Oh. That is exactly what my week was like. Just like desperately trying to manage all these things that just were a disaster. Have you done? Have you ever done the stress bucket? All oh, yes. I could think of was the stress because we did it in a training session at work last week. All about if your stress bucket gets too full, it overflows. And I just thought this is so many metaphors. We had an example. Oh, yeah, the stress up. bucket was overflowing. I had to put yeah, my hand definitely. up and go. But what if you've not got a very big bucket? <laughs> we're like, okay. I don't think. I, yeah, you've got to have more I, holes. I don't in your think bucket. my bucket is that big. <laughs> that, that sounds so rude. <laughs> I've got a right small bucket. Um, oh dear. Um, yeah, and so so then Ron the plumber turns up to sort of help him out, and then we go back to the golf club where basically like Lovejoy's like, well, you know, because they're like, well, how could it be a copy? Mm. And Lovejoy's like, well, you know, who was the last winner? And it turns out that it was Freddie the Phone. Oh, oh yeah. Lovejoy's never Frederick Reeve. They're like, well, maybe. Maybe he has to do it. It's like, it's like, well, just because it was the last person. I mean, this has been around for like a hundred yeah. years. It surprises me in a way. It could have been any of the people that have won that it. No one else had, had sort of spotted it because he explained stuff that even I understand, which is what basically says, well, it's silver plated. It's going to be lighter. There's no hallmarks. Yeah. And you know that if you're looking to check somebody's silver, the first thing you look for is the hallmarks. Yeah. So it's a bit... Mm. Yeah. And then oh, meanwhile, yeah. back at the house, so Eric's up in the attic, obviously looking at the water tank, and I mean, I like all I actually wrote this point. How convenient! <laughs> like basically, he finds in the attic of, yeah. of Freddy's house the, a cup. The yes. cup finds the cup, of course. In of course, letters. I wrote how convenient in capital letters. But it wasn't. That was oh, the thing. A slight, a slight tangent. Yeah. The plumber says to Eric, "You've managed to shoot it like into the water tank, but there was something to do with the stopcock." And I was like, "The stopcock wouldn't be in the loft, would it? Or would it? It has to be like a ground, a level. Oh no, well, but maybe not. For well, ours flat. is in in our flat, which yeah. is not at ground level, so." 
Anyway, that was my stuff. Yeah, our, our knowledge of plumbing is, or my knowledge of plumbing is extremely limited. What's interesting, when Lovejoy comes back and he says he's found the, it turns out it isn't the cup, though, it's another face. Yeah. Yes. Because, but what I liked about this, did you notice that he doesn't examine it, when he looks at it initially, even Lovejoy goes, oh God, what you found is really priceless and all this. Yeah. Then he looks at it and goes, oh no, wait, it's not. So... I think it makes you realise it isn't just that sixth sense of I know when I'm in the presence of a genuine mm. antique. Because sometimes you can. Sometimes you can walk past something and go, I know that's fake. But this reminds you that there is some skill in it. Yeah. There is some element of, oh no, wait, now that you I've need picked to it up and I've looked knowledge. at it. No, no, another fake. Well, yeah, because he assumed. Because when he sees the first cup at the golf club, he's like, he, first of all, he's like, oh my God, it's beautiful, it's magnificent, yeah. it's amazing. And then, and then he goes, realized. but it's not real, yeah. Because so I thought, because. The thing is, when Eric finds... I mean, first of all, it's very convenient that Eric finds this cup in Freddie's loft. But straight away, I was like, well, hang on, because didn't Freddie ask Lovejoy to help them value yeah. it? So he's yeah. hardly going to do that if he knows it's not real and he's and he's going to get yeah, found yeah. out. So I did think, like, this is all very weird. Well, he he presumably knows that his own one isn't real, as we find yeah. out later. Well, exactly. So, 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 yeah, so that's also a fake. So there's now two fake cups, and where's the real one? Um, and then... Um, <laughs> I've written at this point, so, but maybe... Maybe I fell asleep the first time we met him. I wrote, they meet Peter Davis, club captain, twat. Yeah. <laughs> he is a twat. Well, I think first, they didn't realise who it was at first when he just tells them not to... When they meet him properly, you realise that that was the arse who yeah, said they that's were allowed maybe to go why, in. Yeah, yeah. And he has blatantly got it in for them. And I know that later it's, it's going to become clear that he perhaps knows a little bit about this. But mm. I think he's actually... I don't think he's being a dick because he thinks he's going to get found out for something because yeah. as we said actually in the previous episode he thinks he can talk his way out he's one of those people oh, yeah. who's so confident that actually i think he's just i think he's just being a dick to them because he's he looks down on them yeah because he thinks he's yeah, more he important does. because he, he went to a better school and he's a member of the golf club and he's part of the hierarchy and he's not wearing a denim jacket yeah and he's not wearing a denim jacket i quite enjoyed the lovejoy in this episode he sometimes wore uh, his blue Levi's jacket with black jeans, and then he sometimes wore a black denim jacket with blue jeans. Oh, there you go. You were paying much more attention D- than I was. Double denim done sense. in a very uh, nice way. I've seen that a lot lately. That's fashionable at the moment because I've seen a lot of young people wearing blue denim jacket and black jeans. I've yeah. noticed it's like a thing because I've no- I've been like, and then when I saw Lovejoy wearing it, I was like, he's Ooh, he's in fashion. He's on like, trend. He's yeah. a style icon. Yeah. Do you ever double denim, either of you? No. I I wouldn't because I, I do. So I don't think I could pull it off. My daughter double denims all the time because she's a toddler and, it's and she doesn't get a say in what she wears. <laughs> yeah. Well, mm. so she does. She does. Oh, she does. Yeah. I um. Yeah, I do, I do, but only because the nicest jacket I've got at certain times of year it just happens to jacket. be denim, and I always happen to be wearing jeans. So it's not deliberate. It's just laziness. And then we see Tink go off to London. And we know it's oh. London because there's a cab. There's a black cab, so black you know cab. that it's London. Yep. But it's a bit of a seedy part of London, isn't it? I mean, I was trying to work out where it was, but... Was it meant to be like Portobello Road? I felt like it was like East yeah, London. Yeah, um... no, I thought it was meant to be like Portobello Road. Okay. It's somewhere with a kind of gaggle of sort of antique, antique shops, shops. Isn't it? Yeah, so, so somewhere, like, somewhere that. like that. It was a shop like that I could smell the shop. It, you know what yeah. I mean? You knew what the smell of that shop was. Yeah. That kind of musty, woody mothball-y kind of yeah. fabric. Yeah. Um, and he goes to see his friend with this antiquity sporting. But this is what I don't get because at this point, I just felt like, did you just not, not scream at the TV? Because at this point, like, we know that Kashimoto, at the minute, I mean, okay, yeah, yeah. we know that they might been... let him in. We know that he's out. Yes. Lovejoy knows that he's out. He's not going to become yeah. a member. Featherston knows. So the, the, the whole mission to buy a present for the golf club for Kashimoto, 
is over, but no one tells Tink. Although late, later on... But he's spending time and money. I mean, he could go and spend money. But I guess they've already agreed, as far as it's concerned, Kashimoto would still owe them the money even when he finds out, because he said, go and get this for me. So they've made a business deal. Because Lovejoy, later on, does... You see him having a bit of a crisis of conscience over it. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. About, do I tell him or don't I? You were probably asleep for that bit. Towards the end... <laughs> Um, and I think at this point... The nearer it was to the end, the more likely, yeah. <laughs> I think at this point, they're, they're actually just carried away with a cup, yeah. actually. And they've sort of they forgotten have a fall. I feel like I feel like it's more like that. They have, they have just kind of forgotten to tell Tink and he's off on this pointless mission. But he's having a whale of I a mean, time doing he really it. He really He's having a great time down in that there, London. We had... Um, who was it? We had a comment on Twitter... Uh, from somebody who said, I, I, that's how I want to grow old. I want to grow old disgracefully. Mm. And I said, why wait till you're old? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing that now. At least you have more time to do it when you're old. Yeah. But yeah, so we go and see, we meet Tanya, who's the antique dealer who's Tink's friend. And I say oh, that's very a, clearly powerful. friendly. Yes. And Morris, who's and another they, guy. They were really who's good there. actors. It was nice, yeah. It's nice having... Like, even Character actors, got, they'd be called. Yeah, even when people have just got small small roles in Lovejoy, they still have a really high calibre of actor. It's really mm. good. It, no, makes, it makes such a difference. Mm. And they're like, we had this amazing putter, but we sold it to a guy in Hampstead. But let, look, well, let's go and see him and see if we can get it back. <laughs> but we can't go till tomorrow, so you must stay! Like... We had some good comments about his friends. Um, I asked people on Twitter what they thought of this episode, and we got a few comments, uh, including um, our, our weekly comment from Kevin, Kevin Laws, who, uh, who's one of our patrons. Hello, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Um, has said that the best bit of all was Morris, so that's the friend yeah. that owns yeah. the sort of do- dodgy junk shop, the way he rises from his chair making those most bizarre groaning noises. <laughs> and he really does, he plays yeah, aging, aging drunk very yeah. well. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. Although this implies they're sort of drunk all the time because presumably they don't know that he's coming and the way they greet him suggests they didn't know he was coming. Yeah. He just rocks up and they just already happen um, to be pissed. They were well, already. I, didn't, I mean, I think Morris was pissed. I was, I was unsure whether Tanya was already pissed. But yeah, they definitely very soon become drunk. And then and then we go back to Lovejoy, who kind of has a little bit of fourth wall breakage. Oh, it was very good, this fourth wall breakage. There was a lot of excellent fourth wall breakage. He's at the club, isn't he? Yeah, and he's basically saying, like, oh, you know, they don't know what they're doing. They've, they've got this fake cup, but they've also got a fake turner in Pride of Place. And they've got an expensive, like, hall stand, which is being bashed about. Basically, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know the value no. of what they've got. And again, this is, you know... People, people are going to get their comeuppance because they don't know the value of what was it? They know the they they price they, of everything, but the value, value of nothing. nothing. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Mm. Um, and then Eric's got to tell Lovejoy that he sh- shot, shot, shot a hole, hole in, in his ceiling, house. <laughs> or not even his house. Shot a hole in Freddie the Phone's house. And uh, Lovejoy calls Eric a Burke. Would you like to know the etymology of Burke? Oh, it is we do. Very it like good. Berkeley, so Bar- Berkeley yeah. Yeah. Hunt. Yeah. Oh, they knew it anyway. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I've heard that before. It's actually, much, right, much yeah. ruder than I thought it would be because it's rhyming slang. For there's something for... else that rhymes with Hunt, as yeah. Jeremy is often uh, aware. <laughs> <laughs> but so I, every time I hear someone use it and it's just in like a really gentle programme, I'm like, wow. Mm. But, what are you I actually mean, doing? And also, I mean, why was the gun loaded? Why? Well, he says he that hurt himself. he says that later on, doesn't he? Isn't it the plumber who says to him, "Come on, everybody knows about when, check, when you've got yeah. a gun, you're meant to check, and you, you know." Anyway, Eric does look very babyish there, like a little baby. Oh, um, 
and the plumber's granddad said he gave... No, the plumber says my granddad gave the real cup to the club. Yeah, because I think basically Eric tries to kind of soften the blow of the water tank breakage by saying to him, oh, but while I was up there, I found, I found this. this cup. And, and they, but, then, but then he tries to claim finders' rights. So I was like, I wrote, oh, yes. is that a thing? Yeah, I don't think it's a thing sure if it's, it's in someone thing, else's yeah. house. It's like finders, exactly. keepers, losers, weepers. Yeah. It's like it was in someone's loft. It's not like it was you just can't, on the street. Yeah. Like they clearly own the people, contents of their own house. People, yeah. people keep things in their loft. It's not yeah, like once yeah, you get yeah. above the bedroom ceiling, <laughs> yeah. it's just fair game. <laughs> but yeah, and then while they're discussing that's an idea. Can I just look in your loft quickly? Yeah. And then while discussing it, yeah, Ron the plumber comes in and goes, "Oh, that's fake," because my granddad presented the real one to the club as their cup, and he had a copy made so he could, like, keep it himself. Is that um, not- yeah, and we learn all this about Ron's history. So Ron's actually She's from quite, quite a... Ron yeah. the um, like, a well-to-do rich family, but over the years they lost all their money and you know and why because they fell out with the felshams oh yes that's what he said and and that's obviously not jane's side of the family but horrible alexander's under, side yeah. of the family yeah, yeah so lord felsham and like ron's granddad who made the cup um owned half of the county back in the day they founded the golf club together and then the felsham swindled ron's family out of money basically yeah yeah and then we find out that they still have some of the land that's all they've got left 12 acres of crap or something and so I was like, oh, so maybe that's the land that the golf club wants to buy. Yeah. Turns out it wasn't at this point, but that's what I thought, maybe. Yeah. And the cup was come, had come from a French soldier in World War One. I. I thought, because there's a lot of links oh, to France and Russia, right? Yeah. So I thought that was quite interesting, yeah. Uh, we go back to London, Tink's hungover, but he's managing to secure the putter. And he was really, really hungover, and it just well, yeah. made me think, I don't want to drink anymore. Well, those, no. mar- those martinis they were drinking were yeah. like, I mean, I love a martini, but. Oh. And he saw, he's getting into a lift and just looking. I am. In- he plays oh, that very well. It's, it like when very he was in, well. it's like when he was in the back of the meat van. Yes, he in, plays uh, that sort of um, when you're a bit. You're feeling a bit sensitive. Yeah, yeah that's, a nice, a that's sensitive. a nice way of putting it. Um, then we have one of the best scenes I've ever seen in Lovejoy ever. <laughs> Lovejoy drives to the golf club, disregards the parking space rules, parks in Peter Peter Davis Peter Davis space, thing. Yeah. Um, um yeah, and then brilliant. so Peter Davis comes out to sort of shout at them all. Jane smooths the waters by playing the kind of innocent and saying, Oh, did I do something wrong? I parked there. Uh, I and, shouldn't have parked in your space. I'm, I'm so, so sorry. sorry. I'll move it. And he's like, Oh no, no, no. And then Lovejoy nicks a golf cart and just goes, What? This, this all just <laughs> went absolutely brilliant. I loved it. It was, well. but it was a I'm sure there was a film that, that this happened in around the same time. Oh, it was time. so and funny. It was all it, it got a it was a little bit over the top and farcical. I, 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 I loved it. pootling around in a golf cart. I just I, loved it. I, I did write Lovejoy commandeers a golf cart. Not sure why. I wonder <laughs> if like, he, he just went just... off with it. And I was like, what's he actually going I to do? I wonder if it was just because he was like, do you know what? Screw the lot of you. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? I, and, and I think he probably knew he was about to get kicked off. Nobody's that happy oh. with him. And he's just going to go off and cause mayhem in his sticking yeah. two fingers up. Oh, it was um, so funny. Can we just have a moment in this scene as well, this part of this scene, mm. for James Jumper? Yes. Oh, yes, we haven't had a good jumper for a while. Oh, it was such a 90s jumper, but a beautiful collared jumper, white <laughs> with pastel zigzags. <laughs> it, was very cool. it was It was so, I was like, my mum had that jumper, like that, <laughs> that exact jumper, you know, it was just so 90s and so brilliant. I loved it. 
But he's basically, he's he's getting then closer, isn't he, to... Oh, what is it he says when he, he turns up on the green and says, yeah. go on, play your shot. And then he plays the shot for the other guy. And he's got quite a good golf. Yeah. I, I wrote that. Lovejoy has a good swing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it, it's, it's like the tango, isn't it? He knows how to do all these things. He, does. he just chooses not to be in that world or what have you I like that but he's sort of on the edge of that yeah. world and I I wonder because I, I don't know this is this is reading far too much into it but I always felt because I went to a, a posh school mm. for sixth form which a boarding school and you know I went to a university where a lot of people were in that world so I always felt like well you know what if I wanted to Except yeah. I couldn't. I'd have to change my voice. But um, but I, I know I, could, I know your ways. I, could, I know the yes. ways. In, yeah. I could pass in that world. Yes. Um, but I never have, and I've always been sort of on the edge. But I don't. I often like, get that feeling, and I think Lovejoy is a bit like this. Of not yeah. quite fitting in anywhere. Yeah. You know, mm. I'll go and watch Bradford City with a load of people who left school at sixteen, yeah, no yeah. qualifications at all, who are mates, kind of yeah. from up there, and then I will go to events that are basically posh dinners that's what you where, can say and I'll go to the opera where everybody <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, uh, I've been to the opera but uh, you know where everybody is from a a, a posh independent mm, yeah. school like a, a, there are independent schools and there are independent yeah, schools yeah, yeah. and I, I will sort of flirt between both of those worlds and not really belong anywhere yeah and I, I, feel, I, I feel like similar, I'm a character right? that does that yeah, yeah you're exactly the same I feel similar that. because I had like a very um, not posh upbringing, but then found myself mm. in like a posh school and a posh university, and exactly, po- you know, and, and like, doing oh. very well in those yeah, like, worlds mm. as well. But yeah, always having that other side of life. And now we well. and now we work in universities, <laughs> and it's I don't know. It it's very interesting to be to feel like you're the outsider looking in. For the record, I dropped out of university, and um, as well. Sorry, just so we, don't we find out earlier on in the scene as well that um, so. I mean, I think this is where I started to fall asleep. So this is where, if I'm asking a stupid question, <laughs> but it was so good. Um, they say something so because when Lovejoy goes back to the golf club, parks in the captain's space, mm. there's a conversation that basically they find out that that they someone knows, someone tells him there are four copies of the cup. Mm-hmm. Like we know there are these copies. I mean, he knows the there are two yeah. already. And yeah, the original, there are four so. copies. And I th- what I understood was they were made so that if someone wins it, they can kind of have a copy at home, they can keep yes. forever, and the real yeah. one, which makes sense, yeah. right? Yeah, think, yeah. So, so that's a thing, isn't it? So we know yeah. that there are four copies, and like you say, we've seen two already. Yeah, I just I wasn't quite sure how that fitted in, but I think because I think that's where I slept. And then uh, Tinker returns. I was going to say triumphant, but he's very hungover, so he returns with the putter. And somebody falls out of the back of the car. You, you look like the rough end of a pineapple. I wrote that. That's a brilliant turn of phrase. I'm, I'm going to start uh, using that. Oh. You look like the rough end of a pineapple. Poor Tig. I mean, bless him, but he has got the putter for Kashimoto for his gift for the golf club. And then Ron knows Mr. Kashimoto, I've written. I don't know why I've written that. Does I mean, I was. Where is Mr. Kashimoto? He must be like the local random Japanese chap. <laughs> no, just... If he wants to join the local golf yeah. club in Lavenham, because it's not like he's trying to join, you know, Carnegie or whatever it is up in St. Yeah. Yeah. Carnegie. He's based in Suffolk, don't you? Carnegie. to show how much I know about golf. I don't know why I've left it to this point to to say, I bloody love playing golf. I used to play golf all the time. I had a boyfriend whose dad was a professional golfer. It's so nice. It's like going for a walk. It is a nice You can take thing, your actually. cans in your caddy thing that you're pulling around with you. What's it called? Golf thing. Bag. And you can smoke. Not that I was smoking, but you can. Because you're outside. It's great. 
It's, it's really, it is really nice. It's such a nice game. You go for a very long walk. Again, it's something I've done with my dad because my dad played golf, mm. it's something you could do sort of on your own to keep fit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, we used to go to the driving range a lot rather. I mean, he, he did play on the golf course, but again, felt much the same as Jane does, I think, about. I, th- I think he felt like he was being a bit of a, a traitor to his kind yeah. by joining, <laughs> joining the, the golf, golf club. club. And he didn't get involved in any of the committee or anything like that. He just used to go and sort of march across the, yeah, march across the greens and whack balls, <laughs> so to speak. So, because I've written also here something again. Sorry, because my notes are. But I've written a fifth cup, commissioned by and I, someone's name began with P that I didn't. get. Oh yeah, so that you deliberately didn't get it because you just knew that it was P somebody. So they didn't know who that person was, but we're going to find out. Right. So they were actually. Five, five fakes. Yeah, because Lovejoy goes copies, to the silver at this point, basically. And oh, that's how he finds okay. all this out. Um, and then we go back to the golf club, and there's a little bit of peril because they're sending somebody well, to beat Lovejoy up. This is the bit that reminded me of the current day uh, elite that they will basically go so far uh, to get their own way. And they will then stoop to violence, but they won't do it themselves. Yeah, they're And it reminds me in. of, there was something in the news recently about a phone call Boris Johnson apparently had about duffing up some journalist. Really? Oh, yeah. 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 And It, it was remind- a while ago, wasn't it? It was it a came while out ago. Yeah. It came out recently. It was something he did like many years ago. And it reminded me of that, this idea of this git who's not going to get his own way. So he actually reverts to the most base level thing you can yeah. do, which is, why, you know, will you go and beat the shit out of him for me? Yeah. So, oh, and why do they want to beat the shit out of Lovejoy? Because Lovejoy's getting to the bottom of what happened. Well, I think... He's getting closer, isn't he? I think it's... I think... So Peter so Davis wants to do it. in terms of why the cup is fake. Yeah, so, so there's somebody... There's somebody on the committee who has a real vested interest in him not figuring it out and finding it out. But I think the others are just annoyed that he keeps parking in the wrong parking space yeah, and then yeah. he went and ran amok with their golf cars. Yeah, they all dislike him because he is... Um, he's not one of them. He's not part of the mm. in crowd. Yeah, yeah. But I think Peter Davis is worried that he's going to get to the bottom of all of this because ultimately, yeah, everyone knows there are some fakes, but the real one is meant to be the one at the club. Yeah. So why don't they have the real one? And um, then we go to, as I've written, us three on the golf course having a gossip because Jane goes it and really plays is, golf with these other two women. The lady friend. And she finds out so much dirt of so quickly. You do. Women are much better at finding out that. Because also, in Love Talk, people always give the exact information that they need to give <laughs> yes, at the exact true. moment. I must remember that it's not real. But actually, that. women do to a the women anyway partly because actually you you bitch to your your fellow fellow women don't yeah. you and they all turns out they all hate well peter davis particularly but a lot of these men because actually they're just assholes yeah misogynists and they Asshole. are misogynists and there they are you know they're not allowed that women playing and who aren't allowed to win this cup or aren't allowed yeah. to participate go into certain rooms and they're basically having a bitch um and so they say peter davies has lots and lots of affairs with people but he will never have an affair with a wife of a member or a, or a member uh, yeah because women can be members yeah. or a woman who's a member but like people who are on like the waiting staff or who are on the ground staff or whatever, it's those women who kind of fall foul of Peter. Uh, which again is awful because eye. that is an abuse of power again, yeah. isn't it? It's that it power relationship of I'm going to sleep with the waitress, I'm going to I'm going to sleep with the servants. Basically, mm. yeah. is the attitude, Ugh. isn't it? Yeah, and it's he's disgusting. disgusting man. He is a he horrible, is. horrible so, man. So then, because the, is it because this is where I got confused? So when they 
they give Crash to the Potter, mm-hmm. and then are they at the golf club at this point? Or, or then, they, no, then they're at the golf club so. and they're chatting to the waitress, but this is the bit where yeah, I Yeah, really... so they give the golf club to uh, the Potter to Mr. Kashimoto, and he reveals... Yeah, Lovejoy kind of says, oh, somebody says to me, but, you, you know, you've been blackballed, so you're not getting in. And he knows that he's blackballed, yeah. and he says, oh, I expected that. Yeah. But I still want to give them a gift, because to lose face to such people would be a matter of great oh. dishonour. He's basically, he's basically got the moral high ground, yeah. and I quite like that. I think good for you, Kashimoto. And face is very important in Oriental culture. Mm-hmm. Face is very important, but I think it's also for a, a much more positive way of, you know what, I kind of win if I do that. Yeah. yeah. I get to go, yeah. no, don't worry. It's like when people... People are really arsy to me on Twitter in a much more, you know, and, and I and I'm always desperately nice to them. It doesn't have to piss them off. Yeah, yeah. It really annoys people when when they they set out to abuse you and you just reply with, "Oh, that's well, it's been." And I will often end a conversation on Twitter with, "I've got to go, but it's been lovely chatting to you." And you go, "Who? What? 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 Huh? Oh, what? Are you? Oh, brilliant." So then um, they're at the golf club again. And Lovejoy is told that he's off the case and barred from the golf club and so is Jane because they're just causing uh, too much trouble. And I was like, they were on a case in the first place. Yeah. He's always on a case. Um, And this is where Jane works out that P. Thornley um, isn't a man at all and isn't even a member of the golf club. The P. Thornley who had the other cup made is the barmaid who was rejected by Peter Davis. Um, so that's who made it. Well, we know it. it's someone who was never a member, don't we? But then, yeah, okay. We so, because she's worked out from talking to those women, she's like, oh, it's Philippa Thornley. Is it Philippa? That sounds wrong now. Yeah, I think it's that. Philippa. Oh, it? then on the next page I've written, Dennis knows Philippa Thornley. Yeah. We've got another, <laughs> I got very confused, by the way, having another character called Dennis. Yeah, so Dennis was the um, landlord of the pub. So they go to the pub and say, do you, do you know this barmaid? And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's worked yeah. here. She's yeah, worked so she's here got a works. copy of the cup made. Why did they send Eric to try and uh, seduce her like they did in the last episode? The usual way with young men, is it? So they're young women, and so they just have a chat but with they, her. But they didn't. But they sent Lovejoy to the restaurant where she's working, and Jane was a bit miffed. Oh, at this point, of course, Lovejoy has been barred, and so has Jane. Yeah, and Jane is. Fuming about it, even though she's she hates so the golf club, she's so. She's not a member. Oh no, she says she she's probably is still a member because her family she's helps. Member, her yeah, because exactly. She, she, but she's not a member now. Not, no. they're not, they're not, a, not a member now, and she's fuming about it. She's also pretty miffed that Lovejoy takes her out for dinner, and then it turns out he's just doing it to get at the barmaid, but not in that way. Yeah, but, but he was dressed correctly. For once, he was dressed very nice, and it looked like a he? lovely dinner in Dude. a lovely posh restaurant. What did they find out from the waitress? Well, he says, we've got to, to ask you some questions about a friend of yours. And she says, Peter Davis is no friend of mine. He was obviously, you know, not a rat to her. Because he, I don't know if I'm skipping ahead too much, he took the real cup, got her to make a copy of it so it could be returned to the golf club, the copy, so he could sell the real cup because he needed some money because he was ah, in trouble. So real cup's gone. Re- yeah. Sold by Peter Davis. Yeah. But then, I mean, so, so you're saying it wasn't a very nice dinner. But actually, Jane, or, Jane, or that Jane was a bit meff, miffed, but actually afterwards, she seemed like she was having a well, good time she to me. Did. Yeah, she was having the, a good time. There was a big peril alert here oh. because the heavies were outside. Oh, yes. Peril alert, 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 peril alert. But they were about, oh, this moment they were about so to kiss, sad. They, they were about to kiss, yeah. and it was done in that very, the oh. way you get in films all the time of their leaning in. That's my favourite bit about kissing. Oh, yeah. What, the anticipation? I fucking love kissing, I've written. The anticipation <laughs> of kissing. I love it. Oh, they, yes, they almost about to snog, 
And then the thugs turn up. Yeah, the people who, the heavies who they We haven't had to... a crap fight for ages. No. It's all throwing them against cars and Jane waxing with her handbag. Yeah. When Jane hit him, I Jane laughed again. Jane with the handbag. That was the best bit. Um, and then there's Mr. Kashimoto. Yeah, Mr. Kashimoto just turns up at the, uh, just in the nick of time. Yeah, it gets a bit convenient. But, this okay. is so funny this bit yeah it's it was so, very it, it was, was very quite funny. Funny. he sort of squares up to them in this weird whether he's trying, trying to be a, dance. sort of samurai or whether he's trying to be some kind of uh, martial arts yeah he says karate or something afterwards isn't it? or yeah. kung fu I can't remember and which he one. sort of make, he makes a vague kind of fighty noise and yeah. they run he away he growls at them and they run away because they have to break their arms and basically he has won just by sheer national stereotyping yeah. so for once it's that fear of the other again isn't yeah. it the, the golf club don't want him in because he's different to them and these people are scared of him because they think he's going to beat the crap out of them and they run away because he just and then he turns around and basically says well i don't don't know any martial arts at all i just i'm aware that i look japanese so (laughs) So i just i just i I was just bluffing i am bluff he says it was a big bluff bluff. it was one heck of a it was a good bluff i used to study tang sudo which is a korean martial art i've heard of that do you remember when I got mugged and I beat him up and he ran away? Oh, <laughs> that reminds me of this. Yay! <laughs> self-defense, learn self-defense. Learn self-defense. Learn self-defense. Very important. Like um, and then Eric is playing golf in a suit and I laughed again, which was a bit mean. <laughs> but he did look hilarious. Because um, Eric and Tinker were on the golf course. I'm not really sure what's happening at this point. Things are starting <laughs> to kind of wind up. Oh, good, because this is the bit where I slept, so yeah. Um, Peter's being thrown out of the golf club. Yeah, because basically, does Lovejoy then go and reveal what evidence do they have that Peter Davis sold? Them? Oh, um, so while so the committee call a special meeting and and Lovejoy's told Featherston about it, and so they tell Peter in this meeting, we are you have to give up your captaincy and you're leaving the club and you're barred and you're not going to be a member anymore. And he's like, you can't prove it, you can't do anything. And Lovejoy yeah. appears at the window outside yeah. oh, with Philippa. And he's and he realizes that he she, so basically you know, she's the witness. Yeah. We haven't got any actual evidence. It's hearsay, but I mean it's fine. It's enough. I mean even Jane, court of law. Even James has called the police. You know what? He, you know what he tries to do here. I've written it down. Of course they don't. Where he basically <laughs> says he does that thing again that we've had over and over and over again in Lovejoy. These spoiled sort of. Uh, poshos basically where he sort of says oh you're going to trust a low life second class furniture dealer Mm. with a working class chip on his shoulder yes and I just think and I just think yeah that was it I sort of squared to the telly at that point I was really annoyed about that and I thought oh that's it you've done it now you've done it now I was really annoyed and then is there another fight yeah Lovejoy confronts him in the changing room so they they end up in the like Um... changing room of the club because so they've had this altercation in the committee room and then they, oh, yes, they end up he, in the Peter changing room slams him out. against a locker doesn't he yeah. and, and that. then Lovejoy lamps him yeah. And I thought, you know, that'll teach you to mess with the working class when they've got a chip on their shoulder. <laughs> but he's not either. Again, he's it's that not. making an assumption yeah. off the back of how somebody looks and how somebody talks and what they do. Yeah. And I got so cross about this because people have done that. I told yeah. you about that time when I, um, uh, and I won't mention the name of the university, but I did a, a talk for some students and there was this old chap who was sort of the chair of some faculty, who I said something about when I was doing my degree, and he went, oh, you've, you've got a degree, he said, in front of all of these students. Uh, and then asked me what it was in, I said, I've got a degree in English. And he was like, oh, oh. And then he sort of, and you can't see this, obviously, because you're listening on a podcast, but he sort of waved me away and went, well, carry on. And wow. I thought, you can't believe, and I couldn't work out whether it's because you've got 
a mixture of a northern woman who is not an academic, yeah. I was in a support post, a welfare, student welfare yeah, post, yeah. and you have made assumptions based on that profile that I can't possibly be bright. Uh, and it really... Just... And this is what he's doing here, and this is what yeah. these people do. And and then he tr- he tries to blackmail his way out as well. Yeah, I think he before does. we have the fight, because then he says, "Well, I know who's fiddling what around here." Basically, implying they're all in on. I mean, they all they do are, seem to be. A oh, bit they're all doing. Fuck, I'm sure they're all them. doing different things, and basically says, "Oh, well, I'm still going to win because I know who's fiddling. So therefore, you lot have to side with me." Yeah, and the kind of do and they kind of don't well they don't get the police involved that's the that's kind of once soft, again no one really gets their come up I mean yeah he gets chucked out of the golf club I mean obviously for him that's a huge deal but mm. not, a huge deal face, as, not as huge a deal as ending up in jail would be yeah. for stealing a, I mean a, a priceless cup really yeah. um, and then Mr Kashimoto does get to join the club and he gets a nice tie but it's a bit of those moments, isn't it? Like, I don't want to be part of any club that would have me as a member kind of <laughs> yeah. thing, isn't it? It's like, well, they, I don't, do I want to join this club? Because they're, they are twats. Yes. Um, I've written down here, but in brackets, so clearly I don't know what I was talking about. Why is it a bit like Singapore? Does one of them say? Yeah, it's because like... earlier on they say, like, oh, you know, um, sort of trying to get in the back door of like meaning into the golf club like oh like like Singapore oh, because like, the golf the club war. want to buy the land so to make it easier to get into mm. the golf club oh, is I that what you mean? no I don't think it's that literal I think it's just like some reference to like doing things by the back door like like the Japanese did like going through again, Singapore again that's massively racist in the 90s then to mention yeah. that you know oh you remember when the Japanese invaded Singapore back in what was it 1942 yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> because that I so I think I got they mentioned that earlier on and then they sort of yeah. make a ref- they don't because explain it that's there's a lot of those sorts of, of references the denouement of the thing is that your that, word, that's your favourite word denouement 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 um, is that that bit of land that Ron had? He sells it to the golf yes. club because they were desperate to have a, like a proper way in. Oh, but did I just get that totally wrong? No, no, it might no, have been no. a literal sense. I mean, that might have just been my falling asleep. It might have been literally. When um, I mentioned earlier, because, it's not. It's more figuratively. Because I've written at the end that this is one of this is one of those episodes that we haven't really had for a while, where everything everyone wins, everything does end up in its rightful place. Because yeah. you look at what everyone has wanted, and Kashimoto gets into the golf club. Ron gets... I assume he still has to be a plumber, but also plumbers are rich, aren't they? So well, because right. well, Lovejoy makes up that joke about how much? <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they're talking about his bill earlier on. <laughs> how much? <laughs> oh, yes, I forgot about that. And then um, Eric says at the end, well, you can just forget about the invoice thing, can't you? Because you've got oh, this yes, money. you've got all this money. And he's <laughs> in like, there, like, oh, Eric, that's not how that works. It works like Poor that. Eric, still trying to he, kind of I think he feels pretty bad up. about well, it. You've got your wood, wouldn't you, really? Because I, I wrote down that Ron sold his land to Mr. Kashimoto, but I so did he sell it to Mr. Kashimoto and then he gave it to the, the golf club? Yes. club? Oh. I believe so. Oh. I think that's oh. what happened. Yeah. He sold it and then... Got it. So the golf club gets there. It wasn't the land they originally wanted. No. It's another bit of land But it's still... No, no, I mean, still It fulfils the purpose. So I've written, you know... Uh, yeah, so Ron, Ron um, you know, basically gets gets money, Kashimoto becomes a member of the club, and Davis gets his comeuppance. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah, he does. I mean, place. I still would have liked him to get his proper comeuppance in a legal sense. I it's would bizarre, too. It's like, what, what is this anti Like, we're not going to tell anyone about yeah. this crime that's been committed. And because it, it really was a... a, a Serious crime. It's literally like he actually just stole it. I mean, it's not. It's a straightforward. Once again, though, it is that thing. Although he sort of gets his comeuppance because he loses face, which is much worse for those sort of people. You know, jail would be even worse. Status, status for is really bad. Uh, You know, losing your status, losing face. 
But it does annoy me because once again, as we've yeah. talked about again and again, and I just felt this was so timely, yeah. given what, and I'm not trying to be overly political, or it's not about the Conservatives or about any particular, it is about that very, very small group that hold a substantial amount of power in this country, whether it's huge amount of power in your local golf club or whether they are literally running the country. Yeah, yeah. It, that idea that in whatever bit of society you're in, you hold the power because of where you came from. Sorry, I'm on. I'm in proper rant mode. This <laughs> no, week. but it's, right. it really it's annoys me. And that, but that's the point they're trying to make. And yeah. and it shows that actually Jane, who could be in that position, chooses not to, which I think is really nice. She, on the one hand, she can use it to her advantage because she says, you know, oh, I'll ask, or I'll make up for the fact that the car is in the wrong yes. space because I'll just claim it's my car. I could smooth things over. But she hates that world. Lovejoy has chosen not to be in that world. He's implied that possibly he could. Mm. Mm. I, I just... But I just really wanted Davis to get his comeuppance and I've sort of wavered between well, he kind of has or but he kind of hasn't. Yeah. Yeah. He's not... It's not a long-term comeuppance, exactly. is it? Yeah. You know, it's not really... He'll just join a different golf club. Golf club and still carry on being and probably still have his, like, job doing whatever mm. he does and earning yeah. his money. Exactly. Um, but despite all that, I still give this 9 out of 10 because I absolutely really? loved it. I'm going to give it an 8. Loved it. Nice, solid 8. I agreed. I think the characters were all sadly very realistic. I think Eric's <laughs> shooting the ceiling. It was, oh, it was, it was a bit a slapstick moment. and very predictable, but it was very funny. There were so many bits that I just laughed out loud. Like the rough end of a pineapple. Yeah. Tink's hangover. Oh, I, I found Eric's, a bit... just panic. Eric's panic. <laughs> Tinker's just, just I don't know, there was something, again, I was wavering between, was that really funny and really good fun, or was this something a little bit sad yeah. about all these well, people I felt just, the same. you know what I mean, going and getting I'm Going and getting wasted. just pissed all the time. Yeah. I know, but I'll, I'll give it, I'll, I'll give it an eight, I think. It was, good. it was a good story, it all wrapped up well, I could follow it. Yeah, yeah, which is all a key component. Kept me entertained. I didn't fall asleep. I, uh, well, I think I'm going to do the same as Paul. Like, come down half a mark from last time. So I think I'm going to go at seven and a half because I gave the last episode an eight. Similar reasons where I really enjoyed it. I wish I had properly watched all of it. Go watch but it. Go watch there it. Were, there were a lot of moments where I was like, oh, like, come on. Like, you know, when, when Eric finds the cup in the yeah, loft. Like, I mean, this loft is full of boxes and he happens to look in one of them and there it is. And, you know, and, and sort of moments like that. And then there's sort of... This, the slightly interesting treatment of Mr. Kashimoto as a Japanese character and a few other bits like that. But, but he won through. I love that through. quiet dignity. Yes. And we've seen that from, from other Japanese characters, actually, through... I'm particularly Japanese. They seem to have a lot of Japanese characters. Was there a big Japanese community in Suffolk? Slightly bizarre. Apparently, Apparently so. so. Oh, what's your antique of the week? I'm so hot. Uh, do you know, I'm stuck on antiques of the week because I really like... I quite like sport and I like sporting memorabilia mm. and I wish we'd seen a bit more because I'm obsessed yes. with cricket and while we're recording this England has just and I know neither of you into cricket I'm so sorry I, I had to listen to it all day oh, I'm it was so very exciting cricket. it was amazing it was amazing it was so it was unlikely that it was going to happen so we were doing like, really shit <laughs> yeah, we were doing really shit and then we did really well and Stokes is amazing and I want to have his babies um, <laughs> is, is the summary really but um, it was uh, I, I wanted to see more of the sporting more memorabilia more antiquity sporting yeah, yeah we didn't My, see that we didn't, we we didn't really see very the putter. I mean, well, we saw I'm, it. I'm probably going to have the putter because it's the closest we've got but if there had been an antique cricket bat that was linked to like Don Bradman or something like yeah. that I would have loved to oh, see my, my dad has got a programme signed by Don they Bradman they probably had it in that bloody shop well, that I know. shop was full of yeah. all sorts of linger on the shop a yeah. little bit a little bit longer because that was uh, I, yeah anything 
sporty. Oh, basically, I want to go back to that shop and I will pick my antique from that shop. Uh, and they okay. probably won't even let's charge go. it because they'll be drunk. Let's go to Portobello Road and find the we antique. Should, we do need to go to Portobello Road. It was a bit antique light this week, so I, I, I think I have to go for the cup. Mm. But not the we never see the real one. No, so I have to give one of the copies. And it's a bit too elaborate for me anyway. I'm not so into it. I don't know what you do with it. I like the style of it, but um, my antique of the week is going to be the attitude of the golf club. <laughs> Oh, even yeah, though it's maybe not an antique. an antique this is the thing it's still there's still debates now aren't there about these golf clubs that don't allow but there's women. still organisations there's still loads of clubs that are men only even now there's loads of these, these gentlemen's clubs and places like the East India Club that don't allow women and it just pisses me off it just annoys <sighs> me oh but what was it what have we learned um, that, we've that, learned that nothing changes. <laughs> we have learned that we live in a massively misogynistic and hierarchical society <laughs> we knew that, that is anyway, run then. by male rich twats. Well, we did know that. Yeah. But we've already knew that. Yeah, so we but it's reinforced it to us. Well, we've learned that you should always um, break and check your gun before you clean it. That yeah. is true. I Safety mean, first. Hopefully, we already all knew that. Now, I mean, yeah, my guns are uh, always kept. <laughs> Nowadays, Eric could be filling out a risk assessment. No, in fact, Lovejoy was. Lovejoy, as his employer, should have filled out a risk assessment. Yeah. He shouldn't have let him do and it. And he should not have let him do it, because it, so it's Lovejoy's responsibility. Yeah. Except that Eric keeps calling himself a partner. Yes, so quite true. frankly, yeah. that's true. Yes, what's coming yeah, to yeah. The words pride and fall spring to uh, mind. Oh. Um, oh. It's so hot, listener. I can't explain to you yeah, how hot it is. You'll well. be listening to this in like October, but it is not Hopefully October Hopefully it'll be now. cooler than yeah. we are right now. But that was very enjoyable. It was. It was very enjoyable. Very good. I hope you all enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, you can uh, support us on uh, Patreon you by can. finding us at patreon.com slash lovejoyactually. And you can support us as little as $2 a month and you get lots of cool stuff like Lovejoy bingo cards and blooper reels and other fun. And, and a letter from us. I mean, yeah. you can, you know, who, I mean, that, that in itself, there were people who were like, I wasn't really sure. Oh, I'm going to get a letter from Helen, Paul and M. <laughs> yeah. On Basildon Bond paper. On Basildon Bond paper, indeed. Um, but there were other ways to support us, just telling your friends. Yeah. About us is a great way of supporting us. Rating, reviewing, subscribing wherever you found this. Oh yeah, um, leave us a review. Leave us a review. Oh, we love reviews. When did we last mention Hindu man? We haven't mentioned, no, we haven't him, mentioned for him for a while. while. Hindu man, you can write us a review and say we sound like a Hindu, which we don't at the moment. We're all, well, we're all sober today. Very yeah, sober. I think it's yeah. the lack of alcohol. I'm a bit sweary, but I'm still sober. <laughs> yes, I've been saying a lot of fucks and twats today. Well, it's all right because Burke, we know, is a lot ruder than a yes. one would think. So on that, that. Um, sweary note, we will bid oh, you. Um, oh, what we're on Twitter and Instagram. Oh yes, at, at Lovejoy A Pod. <laughs> yeah, Lovejoy A Pod. Um, so do yeah, come and talk to us. Come and leave us a review and listen to the next episode. And until then, bye. bye. bye.